what is even up? It's your boy Crabman here with my boy Eckenstein. Welcome. Hi. To the Hypnotic Hotel. That's us. That is us. Today. And how are we doing today? <laughs> we get right into the, the real business, huh? <laughs> Just jump right in, get it all over with. Okay, so you, you've got some, some positive rant today planned. Is that, is that how I understood it? I guess. More, more on the positive side? It is more on the positive side, yes. Absolutely. Okay, then, that's, then, then I'm gonna start. <laughs> mm, close the window. Ah, okay. I've had a great week. Up until today. Um, part of the reason, I guess, just like finding my way into the work again, and because work is so important for me, like self-value, uh, getting being more productive is like um, means for me being more happy and often, which is not healthy, but I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, started re refactoring a lot of things um, yeah. yeah so basically I'm working on the wizard just to to also mention that wizard edition mm -hmm. and I've I've been tweaking the screen shakes and then I realized that it's pretty hard to test this um, with all the enemies the different attacks and the different spells mm. I mean, I could do it, but I thought like if we if we want to really involve our players, um, they need to be able to do it as well. And I thought, yeah, let's just give them like a level, like a laboratory, mm. where they are like like the test level we had back in the day, yeah. where you just get all the enemies and stuff. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, turns out the way I implemented the level manager, <laughs> this is kind of hard at the saving as well. Especially like the save save process. So I, I implemented um, basically I, I created a new um, new save not system. The system is the same system, but uh, but it does now multiple save. Mm -hmm. it, it supports multiple saves. One for the story, one for laboratory, then roguelike and whatever we can give. I didn't think I had to do it now, but um, yeah, <clears throat> I kind of got started because I really wanted that, and uh, now, now I'm stuck <laughs> refactoring the code to make this happen. Um, anyway, Wednesday we, we watched Ted Lasso, and I think we're going to talk about that today. And man, wow, this really helped me. Um, and I had such a good day on Thursday. Like productive, healthy, motivated. Like I woke up, and I was like, I wasn't like, ah, let's, let's kind of sleep another hour. I was like, oh, let's, let's get up. I wanna wanna continue refactoring. I wanna do this, do that. Mm -hmm. mm, really great day. Um, I also had had uh, the. How would you say that? The energy, the capacity, and the strength to talk to my problematic flatmate. Hmm. 
Yeah, so my problematic flatmate. I think I already talked about her once. Uh, just to recap the highlights. Um, she... She's... Um, she's been living in the flat for the longest time now. I don't know, six, seven years. Uh, she had a problem with like a former flatmate of ours. And they were always like getting at it and I tried to like reconcile and like play the play the helper in between because that's what I do trying to um, mediate yeah mediate advert the, the conflict um, but in the end I found that like the the animosity especially in my problematic flatmate is so deep and buried and she kept like digging it up again like she she couldn't let it rest or let or forgive it and that made it impossible for her to forgive the, the other flatmate for all his uh slights and stuff and i guess i kind of thought well okay I, I don't know their story they've been living together for five years or so uh, um so because he was there pre before her so mm -hmm. all her time he, he was there and she didn't like him from the get-go apparently okay <laughs> um so he went um also due to part of, of her actions and behavior um and we thought like okay now we got like the conflict out we can now find together as a new f community flatmate community and mm. we did we we really did for a while uh, before uh, our problematic uh, flatmate um, found new things to be upset about. This time it was about decoration of the flat basically. Mm. So we thought, we talked with her, we, we, we said we want to like, we want to freshen up the flat, you know, get out all the the old business, the baggage, like, get rid of it, like make new and, and pretty again. And she agreed at first, but then when it came, I don't know what happened actually, but we, like my, my other two flatmates, um, they decided to hang off, hang off, put down two, um, or, um, there's just one, I'm really abbreviating here, but they put down like two posters uh, that nobody knew were hers, and I'm still not sure they actually are. <laughs> but it's, for, for her, it feels like they yeah. are hers, they are somehow an integral part to her. And uh, she saw that, and she was like upset and talked to them while they were doing it, and they were, ah, oh, no, come on, it's old, it's, it's ugly. Oh, we don't need this in our kitchen. And she agreed. She said okay. She wasn't happy about it. But she said, okay, if you if you if you really if you guys all hate it, and I was like, I don't care. Um then yeah, put it down. Okay, so somehow she came to the conclusion that we are getting rid of all her stuff. That we are like pushing her out of the flat and that she doesn't get to have any room in the flat and that she didn't feel at home anymore and she she was really upset once and um, made a 
whole lot of fuss about it. And we talked with her and told her that we, we like her, we want to be supportive of her, and that she needs to, to tell us if something's bothering her before she explodes. Mm. And she said she'd try, and we were like, okay, well, you, you can't expect more. Um, we'll, we'll manage. I mean, we are all, we are all um, 30 plus. We are experienced. We all had or have therapy. So we are a pretty supportive bunch, <laughs> uh, which might have been part of the problem. <laughs> um, because we, we did like humor her, we, we always, it's, it was, it's always the same um, kind of mechanic. She, she gets upset, she feels slighted, and we try to, to help her. Uh, only after a while I, I, I noticed how manipulative and toxic that is. But I still thought I could help her. I, I still thought, like deep down, you know, there's like a good human there, and she was, she was hurt in in uh, like in her. She's, she's carrying a lot of tra trauma, and she certainly is. Uh, so I have sympathy. I have empathy. And we all, we all did. Um, and so then, then we had like a, a big. Um, crisis, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. I think that that was the one I told. Mm, yeah. Where we uh, we we painted the, the f yeah. Again, I, I forgot how it's called. <laughs> the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had that last time too. <laughs> um, and then she wanted to hang uh, something, and uh, yeah, the one of our other flatmates said like, "Oh no, it's ugly," and then she she just exploded and shouted at us and then uh the next uh, then in the evening she shouted some more banged some doors really toxic behavior um we gave her a week um to calm down and then we talked about it and we talked about it we, we and again like we all told like how how we felt back then how we feel now and she when it was her turn to do the same she said how she feels now and how it's all our fault and we kind of we kind of let us like let her um, lead us astray with that again we we kind of humored her like no no we we all like you we want to have like ha harmony here and she was like ah no no and she doesn't get any space here like most of the things like are from the old flat. Like we only took down a couple of things, but somehow that was like her hard stuff. Yeah, and she she put out down everything she had put up. Everything, even I think even a decoration on it on her door. I'm not sure, but I think she did like like because she felt that she's not her room anymore. And we told her that that that's kind of the opposite of what we want, and that that she herself like. Um, now puts herself in the position where she doesn't have any room and that's she's kind of making herself suffer and that's not our fault yeah. um and but she said nah she 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 doesn't want to do it anymore and she she's looking for another um apartment she wanna she doesn't want to she go. said this now or no, no she did back then yeah. okay, okay all right so <laughs> um so that that were like just a, a, a rough backstory. Mm -hmm. So um, 
two of my flatmates are out right now mm-hmm. um, and she or, or problematic flatmate decided she's gonna hang up some stuff again and I saw her do it she hung up like a couple of things here and there and she hung up one of the posters that the other flatmates didn't like and took down and when I saw her doing that I, I I felt like I needed to say something, but I didn't want to go in, in the conflict. I, so I said, okay, go for it, and just went out of the kitchen. And I felt bad about that. I felt like I, especially bad, like, because the day after, like, one of my other flatmates came back, saw the post poster, and was immediately upset about it, because it felt like a personal attack on her. And yeah, kind of does it. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, that's the reason why, why I was, why I felt like there's something wrong there because I all, all, also knew that this is gonna, gonna be trouble. Yeah. Um, but I let her do it, and I felt bad, um, and I thought like I, I, I wanna, I wanna do this right. And we watched Ted Lasso, and I felt like okay, I've got the energy, the positivity, to get like a constructive thing going, and no matter the the outcome I'm gonna say my piece um, friendly positively and then I will feel better I might not do anything with her but that's not that's not a point it's the point that I stand up for what I believe in mm. <clears throat> and especially for my other flatmates mm. who I really like and yeah I felt like I let them down so yeah so Thursday uh, Afternoon, I think. I was in the kitchen. She was in the kitchen. She kind of, kind of thought she was in a good mood. Like she kind of pretends like nothing happened, and it's like kind of happy, nice. And then, but it turns pretty quickly to to teary eyes um, and woes me. And I told her, I told her that I like. That she hung up her stuff. Uh, I told her, "Are you sure that this poster was the right idea? Because I think this might upset the others, and I'm sure that's not your intention." Uh, and she told me that she doesn't get any space here. That we're always like putting her stuff down, and they're like, and she hates it that every time she puts something up. Every like people are commenting on it, telling stuff about it, and I said to her like, "Yeah, but I mean, everybody has the right to say something about it. That's just that's just how it is, and we are flatmates. Like, there's majority rule, right? And um, and that she isn't really an angel in that regard either. That she, in fact, uh." When my then-girlfriend hung something up in the kitchen, she uh, really, um, I don't know how to, to say it, he, she, she t- really talked bad about it. She was like, oh, it's that shit. Oh, it's so ugly. It's so stupid. And my then-girlfriend really got hurt by that. Mm-hmm. And then when it... I don't know if, if she hung it up, but somehow it fell down to the floor of the kitchen. And my then-girlfriend 
took it with her and put it in her room because her her reasoning was okay if it's so upsetting for the others I'm just gonna hang it in my room I don't want to upset anyone but mm. she also felt hurt of course so yeah that's what I told her and then um, then it was like back and forth and I said no I don't I don't want to discuss all that anymore we, we've talked about it enough I just want to know did you hang that up because you like it and it's good for you or did you do it out of spite but she of course wasn't able to give me an answer to that she's a really a real politician when it comes to that she's always like well and she begins like counting down like everything that ever hurt her in her oh, that's life that's an answer right there <laughs> um yeah <laughs> how hard is it to say yeah i like it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true that's, that's completely true um but basically i left it at that mm. you know I, I didn't want to press it mm. i wanted to call her attention to it mm -hmm. i wanted to leave it at that because now i've said my piece and it's okay i, I she was teary-eyed I saw that it was hard for her, but um, I was completely peaceful, mm. low voice, friendly, didn't attack her, didn't like argue with her much, <laughs> except the, the one thing. Um, yeah, that, that was that. Um, went along doing my day, everything's fine, and then... <laughs> today today 6.30 a.m. Uh -huh. I hear the loudest scream I've heard in my life my first thought was oh my god somebody's died somebody died or is killed is mm. being killed but I couldn't like figure where it was, it was like outside like I heard screams from outside before like we have a little garden in the back where like houses are around like a, mm. anyway you hear again next one and now adrenaline is pumping like I'm really really sensitive to that and I've, I've told her that as well because she has screamed a couple of times I told her that's not acceptable and it's really, really hurting me. Um, she kinda, kinda didn't, um, what's that? She said she's sorry that I felt that way. Oh, anyway. sure. uh, <clears throat> and then I heard like banging from inside the flat. And I'm like, oh right, that's, that's problematic flatmate again. So I jump out of my bed, like in my shorts, open the door and I just see my other flatmate, the new one, standing there, like also like, what's going on? And I'm like, what's going on? And, she, and I'm like, what's what? What was it? Was it the the flat or problematic flatmate? And he's just like, yeah, she went outside. She she's gone. She she just like six thirty in the morning. She screamed like she was dying two times. Then banged the doors, and I was wide awake. And I was like, fuck what's going on what what's what's it now what does he does she have is that's if it, it sounded like an emergency it sounded like she's she's about to kill herself or something like that mm. it was, so so i wrote her uh hey 
What's going on? Are you okay? Didn't answer, which I expected. I didn't call her because I had a bad feeling and I had a feeling she doesn't want to talk to me. I uh, have a, her friend's number, so I wrote her friend that she got to check up on her as soon as she wakes up because she was still sleeping, of course. <laughs> Turned it. Uh, because yeah, she she exploded and I'm not, not sure what's up. And then I called, um, you know the the number where you can talk to people. What's it in English? Sehr Sorge. Uh, yeah, like an emergency hotline of sorts. Um, yeah, like psychi psychiatric emergency or like you know, social worker social emergency number. Yeah. Well, I, I looked it up. Like a helpline, basically. A helpline. Yeah. Um, and called there and, and try to find out if, I, if there's something we can do, like call like the, the mental, <laughs> mental ambulance to come over <laughs> and, yeah. and help her. Because I thought she, she, she lost it. Mm. I guess she kind of has, but it's, it's been a long time since. Um, so, yeah, the friend wakes up, um, eventually says, yeah, she's going to give her a call. I, I don't get I, I um the the helpline says um, there's nothing they can do. Um I wrote her the number of the helpline so she can um talk to someone and yeah try to go back to sleep like No it's not working <laughs> Went up at seven thirty so an hour I tried um went for a jog because I, I was like just like pumping adrenaline I, I needed to do something physical mm. to get this out of my system mm. and it didn't quite work I was really <laughs> I was really um, flustered I was really uh, my stamina isn't what it used to be um when I came back I took a shower and when I went from the shower back to my room, I hear like a woman's voice in the kitchen. So I quickly put on my stuff. I want to get a cup of coffee anyway. I want to see what's up. Go in the kitchen. There she is talking to the new flatmate. And she and I, I just hear like when I come in here, I hear her here. I hear her <laughs> um, with a shaky voice, tears in her eyes. Just I just want to. I was just. Um, get uh, just be able to make it until I find my own place. I just can't anymore in, in the flat. And I was like, and I, I just went in and I, and I said, Hey, um, sorry, but what happened this morning? And she looks at me very teary eyed, sure. and she says, I really can't stand how you talked to me yesterday. You said uh, that people hanging up my stuff is the same like the critique I gave your then girlfriend. And that's like, you're really minimizing my feelings. You're really... And then I snapped. Nice. I snapped. I, I, she said to me, she, she saw it. She saw my face like going, going like... She was like, oh, I see. She, I mean, just just for a record, there are, I think, like four people in the world who've seen me really angry. 
Two are my parents. <laughs> the other two are my flatmates now. <laughs> uh, she said, ah, you're really annoyed for me telling you that. And I said, I'm not annoyed. I'm angry. What do you think you're doing here? You just care about you, 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 and the feelings of everybody else. Mm, nice. You don't care at all about that. Nice. And I said, why did you hang that there? And she said, like, do, do you think, do you mind if it's like hurting other people? And she said, well, I don't, I think I don't care. And I, I knew it. It's just about you. You don't care like how the, the people feel in the flat. You don't care how the flat feels. You just, you just, I don't know what I said, to mm. be honest. I was, I was like, at that point I was screaming at her. I was screaming in her face. I was pain, pointing in her face. <laughs> nice. And I felt like that I'm, that I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm really going to shout like full on. And I said like, that's okay. I said, fuck you. Nice. <laughs> Charlotte Bird went out of the kitchen, slammed the door, nice. <laughs> went to my room, went up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And I, I just thought, oh yeah, I, I said to her, then I said to her, I have never had anyone make me so upset. I'm really trying to be the best person to everybody. I'm empathetic to a, to, to a fault. And you really managed. And she was like, I have never seen a flat that's like treating me so badly or I'm just shouting over and not listening at all. So I went in my room, up, down, up, down, shouting like, I can't believe it. <laughs> Fuck you. And I knew they could hear me because it's just like the next room. I was just shouting a little bit some more like because I was so angry. I couldn't like contain it anymore. Mm. And uh, then after a couple of minutes, I, I thought like, that's not, that wasn't enough. So I went back in the kitchen and I said, you listen up now. What you did this morning, it, this, it crossed my line. If you do it again, we will have a problem. Mm -hmm. If you do this one more fucking time, we, you will, you will learn a completely different side of me. Mm -hmm. You got that. Mm -hmm. And before she could answer, I went out again and slammed the door. Nice. <laughs> I, and I've been like livid the whole day up until a point. Uh, like... It, 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 I, I got like acid reflu reflux. Mm. I told you like I had it like immediately, and then like I went for a walk. Uh, I went to for a walk with my uh, then girlfriend, <laughs> and um, told her all that stuff that kind of like, I could like really get angry again and shout around in, in the woods, but it didn't really help. I was like my anger level was still here, like I mm. could feel it, and the acid reflux as well. And when I went back in the flat, I was I was way calmer um funnily not because I, I really raged then we talked about other stuff and and um like personal other stuff i'm not gonna get into mm -hmm. but just kind of like overrode like my my anger mm. to a point that was really it was really freeing and i, I really felt connected to ted lasso again <laughs> <laughs> i love that so and um yeah i went back but I, I i noticed that the the nearer i got to the flat the more like the acid reflux grew again and the mm. hate as well mm. and yeah I, I like i've shouted at her in my mind so often um and i tell you i i just i mean i'm really peaceful guy but i kind of wish she gets physical with me because <laughs> I want to slap her. I want to slap her <laughs> fucking face so hard. 
I know it's not a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But if so. she gets physical with me, she she's going to have well, it. You probably still won't get physical with her, right? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I wish, no, but I get the sentiment. Yeah, I, I have this this like I don't know. I think it's I to maybe find like the the bridge to tell us again. <laughs> like how you deal in situations like that is is very much informed about the media we consume, the movies we consume. Mm. Like this this urge to be like shake her and slap her around <laughs> until she just gets it that she's in the fall. It's just. Yeah completely unhealthy but it's there yeah and i'm and i'm sure it's not what my parents t taught me or the school it had i mean where does this come from i don't think it's natural maybe it's natural i don't know but i think it, i think that's a desperation thing like you can't get this person to stop so at some point when it mm. just when you're under this type of stress at some point you just see no other option uh, it's a fight or flight thing you know yeah. and i think you would still choose flight rather than I'm, I'm, uh, I'm usually i'm usually freeze or flight this is like one of the few times i went into fight mode mm. because i was man i was so livid like she's she accusing me I, I tried my best to be like and i just saw that that there's no there's no winning with her like yeah. i i know she she i talked to her like in the nicest way possible about something about the fucking poster not about <laughs> like the, yeah. the the other thing this was just like an example to tell her that she also can be pretty opinionated mm. but obviously she just like molded over in her little pigeon brain <laughs> until she found like some interpretation that i slighted her and then she she put it on her little ledger or a huge ledger to be honest mm. and then she she thought she could like get it out again and yeah and it's done uh, empathy done the, the best thing she can she can get from me is apathy now mm. that's the most she will get and if she if she crosses me she man all my my creativity will go into <laughs> making her life misery. a misery in yeah. in our flesh she will know how it is if you don't get any space and the people don't like you and that's the craziest thing you know if she really wanted to be accepted in the in the flat again, she needed to not to hang up some posters. She needed to to come to us and ask us for forgiveness and try to be better. Like that's the point. It's not like that she's like a toxic person and that's that's that. She's a toxic person that refuses mm. to change, that refuses to listen. You mm. can tell her anything, and she's just gonna list off her slides again because everything in her world revolves around how she's the victim of everything. Yeah. There's no winning and I'm not gonna play this fucking game again. That sounds good. Nice one. I'm really proud of myself as well. I stood up for myself. <laughs> I really did. And it felt good. Though I still have so much anger in myself. <laughs> I think I'm gonna solve it today. Just by... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like forgetting this, it, um, it that is a i mean that's a lesson we've learned so many times over but i guess uh, we are just so used to toxic situations that we'll always choose to let people do this to us i give um, them the chance as long as i like can i give people a chance until they they get me to the point where i can't anymore and then i, I snap and it's 
completely unhealthy what I'm doing and I want to be better at that. Yeah. But at least I didn't I didn't do it like I, I stood up this time. Yeah. And I mean I didn't do anything. Yeah, and it's good. And I mean I know that you know, this all probably sounds incredibly like hectic and stuff, but um yeah, no, it's it's definitely needed. Like obviously I don't condone, you know violence and being mean to people and stuff but that is absolutely 100% justified I'm you know also my first thought was like I would just yeah. <laughs> because at some point it's just it's just it's just a being out of options type of thing and this is the it's basically the the tolerance paradox right mm. you have to set certain boundaries and I know that we're nice enough to say ah okay I empathize with you and right. And make way, but these she types of toxic it. people, yeah. they just take and take and take. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. give them an inch. You can't. You have to set boundaries, and they don't have yeah. to be, you know, mean or anything. But they have to be kept. I mean, you can give them an inch, but you need to stop after that inch and say, yeah. "Well, <laughs> how about you give some back in return?" Yeah, exactly. And uh, I need to do this way faster in the future. So this is a good lesson for me. Yeah. To to be. Um, like forced to do it because now I know that that I I, I physically can't do this all the time. Yeah. It's not possible for me. No. And I should stop trying. I should find more of a balance where I really speak my mind when needed. And yeah. Yeah. And because, because I mean even like being firm on your boundaries is not even necessarily like an like a mean thing or anything. No, it's not mean. That's just a thing, right? Yeah. But they make you feel like you're the meanie for, yeah, absolutely. for not, like cuddling them. <laughs> and that's the that's the toxicity. Um, yeah. and yeah, you can't so yeah, you can't negotiate with toxicity. You have to say up until here, no further. Yeah. Um and yeah, that absolutely has to be yeah, as soon as possible. Like, there's no, you know, I I, I get uh, that impulse because I also have it to like, ah, but come on, if if I was that person, I would want people to have you know some empathy mm-hmm. with me. And mm-hmm. but it's that's what is being exploited. You know, it's mm-hmm. sort of um, I don't know if toxic empathy is a thing, but it's certainly certainly not a healthy one. You know, if we, if we cross our own boundaries what? in the service of another person who. Well, boundaries should never be crossed. It's like like uh, the manga master's gifts, right? Yes, it's too much empathy, and it's not not it's not good for either. Not yeah, for it's her, not a not proper one because you know your empathy shouldn't override your own boundaries. No. So you're basically being toxic to yourself when you do that. Yeah. And that's, uh, uh, instead of having empathy with myself, I'm having empathy with her. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I let myself, I torture myself to help her, but she doesn't get better mm. because she doesn't want to. Yeah, and I think, like, honestly, I think at some point she found this as a way to cope, and she's just sticking with it. And I think for a long while this worked out fine in the flat, especially. Mm. And now that we we are pretty healthy bunch, yeah. and we like to talk about things, and we are being open, and 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 she can't cope with that, and she can't use this mm. as well as she did. And and that's why she like upped it. Like she she just went more into that direction. And uh, yeah, she she managed to to piss me off to a degree <laughs> where now everything is easy for me mm. because as soon as I cross that boundary, mm. this person's dead for me. <laughs> it's just like the annoying yeah. roommate is just there until she's gone, yeah. and there will not 
empathy, there will be nothing. I will not be mean to her. Yeah. I don't need to. She's mean to herself enough mm. for everyone in the whole world. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm just not going to give her any empathy for that anymore. I'm just going to ignore her as good as I can. But if she crosses me, <laughs> I'm going to rip that fucking poster and <laughs> that. Literally, also one of the first things I was thinking. Yeah, like if I was there, we just ripped it apart in front of. But it's not also not. Yeah. I mean, these are not solutions that yeah, we yeah, should yeah. at all advocate. These yeah. are just the angry brain trying to kind of vent a little bit Absolutely. instead of doing it for real. So don't listen to this and take the lesson that you should do these things to people. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's the wrong lesson. <laughs> I, I I I had that impulse as well. No. Go over there, rip it down. I had it. Every time I see it, I have this impulse now. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't mm. want to give her a satisfaction. It's not a satisfaction, but I don't want to the give power. her like the, the victim... I'm a real victim card. I don't know what, what, what I would give her with that. But mm. I know I'm not going to play her fucking game anymore. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if she does anything, just slightly cross me again. This is the first thing that's going to go down. And then, then we're going to work our way upwards until she's gone. I mean, I'm not gonna be out of my way mean to her. Yeah. But there's, I'm not gonna. There's no inch I will give her again. Yeah, and, that's important. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, man, for that's, dumping all that on you. That's what we're here for. <laughs> and finally, enough. I don't know if you saw what our topic is for today. Oh no, I haven't seen it yet. What's it? Oh, where's the camera? Responsibility. Nice. Nice. This is exactly what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I... You're done. Okay. Because I recently... And I was scrolling through Twitter, which I've also stopped doing now because it upsets me too much. Um, it is really... That's also why I don't watch BreadTube very much right now anymore because I kind of... I had a really shit week until I watched Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just stressed out. I'm stressed with my niece um, and her struggling to make a decision there. I'm struggling with with the money stuff and the application. Um, it's a very specific kind of stress that I have there because I feel like this could be like the the solution to all my problems that's if a, only I do it right. Yeah, that's, that's an illusion. But that's how I stress myself to fuck out yeah, because it feels like if I if I don't fumble this, then everything's solved, and that's yeah. that's too much for my head. I, I got that. I, but I, yeah, so I'm so I'm scrolling through Twitter, and suddenly I find a tweet that I absolutely desperately needed to hear. Um, let me find it and switch over there. I did retweet it, of course, of course, of course. Yes, okay, so let me just throw that up so people can read along if they want. So, what this was saying is there is a difference between fault and responsibility. Some things are not your fault, but they are your responsibility. If you were raised to have violent or harmful beliefs, it's not your fault your parents did that, but it is your responsibility to reconcile harm done to others. That's why the argument of being morally lucky is also pointless, because it's just deflecting. If you were brainwashed to become a racist, then you are responsible for doing a shit ton of work to undo that. And even then people don't have to like you or trust you. 
And what, that thing. What's what? What's morally lucky? What's the the argument? Uh, that was there? the that was the discord uh, the discourse at the time that people were saying, "Oh, you were lucky that you were born into a pro ah. progressive family." So, like, don't be mean to me because I was, <laughs> I'm a racist. Yeah, please let me be. <laughs> but the thing with fault and responsibility, because that in my head was, that's always what I'm what's trying to sort of sort out for myself. Hmm. Uh, and I feel like that's also where, where, where we misunderstand each other when we talk about um, certain things. You know, when we talk hmm. about empathy for people, I'm saying, no, don't have empathy for people and stuff. I think it's this exact thing because I think I'm talking about responsibility and you're talking about fault. And that's how we get our wires crossed a bit. Kind because, of, yeah. Because you are absolutely right. Nobody's at fault for their shittiness. Yeah. But they absolutely have to take responsibility for it anyway. And yeah, I mean, uh, this, yeah, it's it's the perfect example. Yeah, right, right there. I mean, I knew that one. Um, it's it's always good to to read this again mm. and, and internalize. Yeah, I always, I always, and it's not that I'm not, yeah, it's a bit about like fault, definitely. Like, don't condemn people for like being brought up in a, in a like so toxic environment that they turn racist. And I have sympathy, no, empathy, not sympathy, empathy with these people, of course, because I always, I feel like I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of like that. <laughs> so please. <laughs> Please don't like um, um, hate me forever because yeah. I am not perfect. And totally, um, this is uh, what is this? Muster? Is a pattern? That's a pattern I have uh, that really it's it's really limited in in that way, especially as we we saw with my roommate. Mm. Because yeah, I I didn't have to let it go so far, but I always thought that like deep inside she she's not at fault, and I and she just needed help, and I wanted to give her the instead of like punishing her for or like yeah instead of punishing her for her behavior, I wanted to help her get better. Mm. But the truth is. I did not punishing her was never was never the real option. It was like I didn't um, call her into responsibility for her behavior. Yeah, and, and that's, the problem is that she's not taking any. Yeah, there's there's punishment. There's uh, making people like own up to the shit they've done. Mm. It's not punishment. It's something completely different. It's like, accountability. It's accountability. Yeah, yeah. If you put someone in jail, you're not making him accountable. You're punishing him, mm. and as long as I don't put people into jail or like I don't hurt them in some way, I'm not I'm not punishing them, but yeah. making them accountable, and that can be really upsetting as well. People asking you to be accountable for something that's that's horrible and that you don't want to be accountable for at all, mm. but it's 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 just there's no way around it. It's It has to be done if yeah. we want to live in a society. Yes. And this thing, this is also really, you know, I've, I've tried to explain that sort of like how, to me, I define good and evil type of thing. Like, mm. I don't blame anyone for the situation that they were brought up in, the things that were taught to them. But making the choice not to take responsibility because it's not my fault, that's the part that I feel is evil. When you mm. take the easy route of saying, nope, 
I have nothing to do with me. I'm yeah. not taking responsibility. And that's really... That was really... Yeah, um, the problem with that um, argument in my head, mm -hmm. not that it's wrong, it's just a problem in my head, is that I feel being able to own up for it, if you're unable, that could also be like not your fault, you know? And that, that's what made it for me hard to... Um, to agree to, to that sentiment. But of course, <laughs> it's not about being at fault here. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't believe in good and evil. I, I, f I think that's, that's, these are too, they were just misused and like for, for propaganda too much that I, I just don't want to use them. But there are people that are in a state where they are just harming themselves and others and there's no amount of, of empathy and helpfulness that will change anything. And the opposite is true. This kind of behavior seems like you're condoning it and it's actually, um, there's another word I forgot, making them stronger in there. Like you're helping them being harmful to other people even yeah. though you want to help them get better yeah because they aren't able to get better maybe at some point but but you it's can... like with any therapy or something the person has to want to change yes. they, has, they have to want to take responsibility you can learn to take responsibility if you want to yes but if you say nope i don't want to then there's nothing you can do and no amount of empathy is gonna help because yeah. all they're gonna do is take 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 exactly not, not even not no amount is gonna help Empathy at that point is actively harmful because not only is, is that empathy that they'll misuse, mm -hmm. it's empathy that should go to the victims. Absolutely. I knew it. You'd, you'd love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my whole thing always. Like, it's, I, it's I never. It's so easy, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why, why it took me so long. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean. I want to be accountable for my mm. fault. I'm okay. trying. Uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't feel like that. Are making you feel bad about it because you're already taking responsibility. You know, so whatever. Um, that's exactly the thing. Like, um, I never, I have zero interest in fault at all, unless it's on a systemic level because mm. I'm interested in how these systems work. But all I ever care about is responsibility. That's how I take responsibility for shit that I didn't do. You know. Because mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do, and I expect other people to take responsibility as well. And I feel like this particular conflation of fault and responsibility is also encouraged, so that these people can weasel out of responsibility just by saying, "Yeah, but it's not my my fault," which is not the answer to take responsibility. Yeah, you know? it doesn't change anything. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that is also something that I so loved. Now we can talk about Ted Lasso, which is. Like it's it's such an I'm still kind of mind blown that that exists in a way I have never seen anything like it. Can I give give a, a, a short explanation? Yes, please. So Ted Lasso is a sitcom, TV series, comedy, TV series, not with a laugh track or anything, just a, a situational comedy. Yeah. <laughs> That's on Apple TV right now, and. You found it on Tuesday. 
Yeah. And you watched it all. Yeah. Like the 10 episodes that are out, you watched it, you loved it, you... It saved my week completely. Like, yeah. I was really, I was like at the end of my rope and I had heard about the series like over the last year because it came out. Yeah, I had it on my list too. <laughs> I yeah. saw later on. And, and that came been... at the exact right time somehow that somehow I, you know, why did I save this perfect thing, the exact thing that I needed to hear mm. to like... Give me some hope back. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I ripped through that on Tuesday and then on Wednesday I was like, okay, we, 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 we gotta see this. <laughs> so we watched them all. He watched them again. I watched them for the first time. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think like episode three or four, I was crying just like the whole episode through. It was therapeutic. Therapeutic. It really was very... And... Yesterday, yesterday, yeah, mm -hmm. Thursday, Thursday, yeah, uh, when I met my, my the new roommate, mm -hmm. I knew that he has Apple TV right now. I said to him, Ted Lasso, man, <laughs> you, you, you gotta watch it, it's positive, it's um, what else did I say? It's positive, it's funny, it's damn it, I forgot the that was like a good adjective. I love adjectives. Mm. That one was a good one. Anyway, um, and therapeutic. Mm. And I told him like the rough thing that like Ted Lasso is my new um, role model. Role model mm. and yours as well. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Ted Lasso should uh, replace Jesus at this point. Yeah. I want to have a what would Ted Lasso do T-shirt. Very much for that. Yes. And yeah, that has to exist, right? So. He started and ripped through all 10 as well. And he was like, you were hyping it up so much that I couldn't believe it's that good, but it's better. <laughs> and he loved it as much as we did. And yeah, I've even at this point after we watched it, I've given up on not hyping it up too much because I know it's going to deliver so much more. Yes. <laughs> so my other friends, I was just singing its praises. Yeah, like the second coming of Christ. They even said that. <laughs> Jesus wishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's genuinely, it's it's also so revealing. Like I, of course, you know, I think a lot about Shit's Creek because I hear it, uh, heard it. That's how it was oh, sold so to do me. Do we want to talk like a little bit about like the what's going on? So Ted, Ted Lasso is a yeah, yeah, football is a football coach. coach from America who comes to Europe to England to be uh, well a, a soccer coach and. Mm. Uh, He's the most positive person I've ever seen in media or real life, of course. Mm. And they've got all like the usual drama, social relationships that you expect from a sitcom like that. It's emotional. It's really emotional. Mm. <laughs> but uh, in complete opposite fashion to all other sitcoms, it is. It has the most healthiest and best resolutions to everything. And Absolutely. Of course, it's also like expertly written, like mm. written to a point where it should be taught in class. It really does feel that way. It is, and that's what's so revealing. Like how much stuff we consume that is just either doesn't deal with it properly or has toxic resolutions for it, and to see something that gives you a clue blueprint to how to react to things how to positively and healthily yeah. uh, react to uh, conflict it's I've, yeah I've never seen anything like it it's <laughs> never 
it is in I mean a couple of things come 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 close I I, I think <clears throat> I thought maybe maybe the best like comparison is if Parks and Recreation and mm. Dr. Psycho mm. had a baby and that baby grew up in a perfect society <laughs> that would be Ted Lasso <laughs> yeah and what I really love also about um, the show is that accountability is such a core yeah. concept in everything. They directly talk about it and you can always see. Mm. I mean, that's all the, sort of how they separate like the one or two villains from the rest by, by them refusing to take responsibility for anything. And there's, there's no real villain. They're all like three-dimensional. Well, one. one. Oh, right, that's true. Yeah. Three-dimensional characters, except like maybe uh, he too. But no, he's also three-dimensional. It's very clear why yeah, he's such an he's asshole. He's like my problematic flatmate. Like mm. at a point where there's no coming back. Yeah. Uh, at least none you can see right away, uh, or at all. And okay. it, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not only that they that they really depict these these uh, conflicts in such a good way, and like the resolutions are so healthy. It's that they really actively talk about it, so you really understand what's going on. They point at the problem, and they point at the solution, yeah. and then they they always show you the, the problem, and then they show you the resolution. It's like like learning. It's like it should be it should be shown in schools. It should be shown everywhere. This should be our new god, Church of Lasso. Maybe. It is truly excellent, um, and yeah, so 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 needed. Oh, and yeah, he also said like he has never seen anything like it. He's like, why why can't everything else be so good that is... and positive? <laughs> like, why why is everything else so bad in comparison? Yeah. And really, I mean, obviously, I think that we are like as a society really progressing in a direction here, like. Mm. And I think Ted Lasso is is the the peak right now. It's the cutting edge of social psychology. I don't know how to call it, but you get the point. Like, yeah, it's got all all the solutions somehow. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's it's hard to really implement in your life, but it gave me so much energy. Like again, Thursday was like the perfect day. <laughs> I managed to do so much. Um, and it was happy, and, oh, yeah. and I, I guess it's 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 still working, right? Because it, I, I I stood up for myself, mm. also like thinking of Ted Lasso, <laughs> <laughs> because he's he he's he can shout as well. Sometimes you've got to shout, and it's just a, it's just a fact. So uh, it's not to be mean, to make a point. That's when someone tries to, yeah, basically hurt other people, even if it's in an indirect way. Yeah. Rather than take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> and after then, like the my my talk with my my ex-girlfriend as well, like it went so smoothly and I think we really solved a couple of hiccups we still were carrying around with us. Mm. And yeah. All thanks to Ted Lasso. Ah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But yeah, um, I also read it really interesting. So then I was, you know, looking around for, you know, essays and stuff. And um, there wasn't one that was directly about it. But Film Critic wrote about uh, this new kind of this new direction that is sort of coming with these very positive, wholesome shows. Hmm. 
um, I don't recall it fully, but um, he was basically laying out how how basically these dynamics and how we how culturally we what type of entertainment we like and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, something he talked about was basically there's two. I mean, we consume media for one. Um, you know, storytelling is obviously a learning tool sort of gaining experiences without having to have the experience sort of like play or practice that's where it all came from like like game like at first there was a story and the play no at first what was the play first we played to learn yeah then we learned to tell stories to we're literally doing we're looking at this and and this is how i want to be i'm learning from this to be this better person and um so that's so yeah, that's what storytelling is, but also obviously media consumption is kind of a form of escapism. Or yeah, can be maybe. Can? Yeah. Storytelling can be. Learning. And that's, I mean, the, and that's the thing. Really, that, that, that's that's kind of what uh, what the interesting point that was because there's so it's also escapism, and there's two types of escapism: there's self-suppression escapism and self-expansion escapism. And self-suppression is basically when Star you don't Trek. want to think. The other is Star Wars, maybe? No? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's when you want to suppress your thoughts and feelings yeah. and you just want to shut your brain off and not have any politics in your video game and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the argument that he makes there is that that impulse to suppress that part of you is makes you very vulnerable for pretty much the worst messages because you then lean into your most toxic traits in a way hmm. and since everything is kind of a learning thing basically the toxicity becomes sort of an aspirational thing you know you watch this and you find it funny and it, it feels nice because you know it and you don't have to think about yourself much you know, and stuff you're like at the end of your wits and you just want to slap some bitch <laughs> yeah, where, where does it come from huh? maybe all the stories you watched before and like maybe that, that this solution is the right one uh. yeah but now it seems that we're sort of like starting to trend more towards self-expansion to watch something to learn and better ourselves from mm. rather than just suppressing and staying with our most base self that is you know has been fed with a lot of toxicity and yeah mm. um and i also really I think that's sort of what uh, what my problem with a lot of stuff is. Is I I don't like the self suppression stuff so much. I don't like to turn my brain off and just enjoy the spectacle. Mm. That that more pisses me off because I'm looking <laughs> looking to learn something. I think that's my I think that's my drive and why I get so annoyed with shows that don't teach me anything properly or teach me the wrong thing or something. <laughs> so you, you don't like South Park? <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah, I watched the new app. The the. Um, the vaccination special mm-hmm. before it was the pandemic special then the vaccination special and um, yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to <laughs> shut the brain off it's kind of popping up every now and then and saying like wow that's 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 really bad man <laughs> I mean did you see what the what it kind of like implies <laughs> like shut up brain it doesn't apply anything you just want to Watch some cartoons, man. Why does everything have to mean anything? And of course it does. Of course it does. Of course it does. 
And I know yeah, it does. I mean, if you the, yeah, if you well, train yourself to tolerate toxic stuff, you all automatically, you know, become kind of more cool with toxicity and maybe even gain a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You you think you think you are smart enough to listen to Joe Rogan <laughs> and filter out the bad stuff. Yeah. But it's just I'm not I'm not sure what exactly happens if it's like hammering you down or if there's like something slipping through the edges. I think it's yeah, it's probably just it's just, just like the thinking of it doesn't matter that much. I can accept this and I just ignore that part. It doesn't matter as much. That in itself is for sure, for sure. Problem, right? I think it, I think it's a little bit more though. I think uh, especially in Joe Rogan's case, mm. it's he's so repetitive with a couple of messages, mm. and I think I'm I don't I don't think I know it's a scientific <laughs> fact. I've I have data to support this. Mm -hmm. Repetition uh, works. Yeah, it's just something that works. And if you just repeatedly listen to toxic stuff, even though you know that's not good, mm. you're kind of tilting. Like you don't notice it, mm. but then you talk to your best friend about stuff, and he gets really upset about like <laughs> a racist joke, and it's just a joke. Why is he so upset about it? And then yeah, if you yeah. if you take a while off. And then, like a year or two later, you read the same joke again. Somehow, you get that this isn't really a funny joke at all. And this is nothing a white person should say in any case. Uh, it's desensitizing, right? Yeah, that's it. It's desensitizing. It's probably not good because Maybe we should feel very passionately sick to our stomach about that stuff and if you can you know if you get trained basically to yeah. be like ah come on i know it's bad but it's just a joke that's yeah. that's already you're already on like a bad path basically because you should not be able to tolerate that because it's horrible yeah. you, know? yeah. you eat a little poison every day mm. and you get tolerated to that and then you don't you don't see yeah, you basically, don't your morals get diluted in a way. You don't notice like how poison, how you poison everybody around you as well, and how oh, some God, yeah. people poison around you. You're just like because you you're like immune to the poison now. Mm -hmm. You don't see that it's so so hurtful and so toxic anymore. Oh yeah, this is, this is also the most cringe I still have from my more problematic days, like how I spread that stuff. Also, that's like. Ugh. And I still have these these tendencies as well, right? I feel like, like some sometimes I read I read like on Reddit something, uh, and I just I have this like the the most upsetting troll comment you could imagine like pops in my brain, and I have like this impulse to oh right that's gonna be funny and like no nobody will find that funny nobody understands that this is a joke mm -hmm. even if if this is a joke and everybody knows this it's it's still poison yeah don't feed this to, to your friends it's mm. not good ted wouldn't approve no nope. he <laughs> would not he would call you up mm -hmm. in a nice way ah yeah or he would scream at you if you don't if you don't learn as <laughs> he should ah oh, man yeah life 
<laughs> yeah. Am I right? I want to say life, life is, as a white dude is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain can't stop this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's also fun because this the same impulses. You know, you can just twist them yeah. in a better direction. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't think that really goes away. Like the joy you have when saying something outrageous, like making jokes and stuff. Yeah. That's that's still there. That's probably the thing that gets manipulated. We all like to laugh. And then when we're told, yeah, that's fine to laugh at, don't worry. And especially that's Oh yeah. Yeah. That's especially I that. what I what I hate about the South Park thing. It's that caring is makes you makes you cringe. That giving a shit is a bad thing. I think the the South Park creators, they really try to make fun about everything, but because they are so center right, 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 right. <laughs> um they they can't uh, help but put their poison in as well. And the thing is, you can't make fun of everything equally because not everything no. is equal. So making fun of everything equally and being like, oh, why do you care? That's so lame. Yeah, that's just, that's the exact opposite thing. We have to care. And that's also what I love about mm. uh, Ted Lasso, that it's yes. all about caring. That's the message, right? Care. Yes. I feel like really affirmed by the series because I try to be Ted. <laughs> that's like what I... What I strive, what I aspire to, yeah. and then to see that, like on screen, affirm that it exists for other people too, and that they think about that too, and that they come up with this model—it's wonderful. Hmm. Hi, Wendell. Hey, dude. <clears throat> Hi, today only a short visit because I just finished with some work. Congrats, and have to do some other stuff. Oh man, no. In a few minutes, <laughs> I'd like to say at least hi. Hey man! <laughs> I mean, you already know, but join us on Sunday for. Mm. Uh, yes, we just came back from shopping. Cookout. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so great. <laughs> I love, I love, you know what I love? Uh, uh, I, I didn't, uh, you were gone already before I like, before it clicked with me. <laughs> when we were talking about beer, you said loudly, I want a Corona. I want to have Corona. That's what you said. I did, and I thought it was very funny. Yeah, I walked to, to the foot for the click, and I was like, what? <laughs> you can't say that. But you were gone already. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now we have Corona. Yeah, it did pop into my head suddenly, and I was like, yes. Oh, do we have limes? We, we do not have limes. I have I have a lemon, but ah, lemons. Oh, but the lime. Do you have some at home? No. Hmm. Maybe we can get some. Maybe. Ah I'll... well. I mean, we'll we'll survive without it. <sighs> but sure, lime is nice. So hard. <laughs> Ach yeah. It's gonna be something. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I have only made like two of the four that I'm gonna make before. So it's gonna be a bit of an experiment. I'm gonna have four different kinds. And four. Four is like three. Four is great. So that we have eight in total because we're eight, you know. It's important. Oh no again. I'm so slow today. It's, but it's a sleep deprivation. Man. No, but I also that was more uh <laughs> That was just a random number I came up with, and then afterwards, like, oh, hey, that, that makes eight. Yeah, at first, uh, I was thinking, like, let's stream for seven hours, and then, like, oh, eight hours. And I was like, oh, man, that's, eight hours is going to be rough. Yeah. Maybe just four or, like, two. And I was like, yeah, obviously. That's, like, like 
like we are limiting ourselves or like we are forcing us to do something that it doesn't have any benefit like we don't get a burger for doing eight hours but eight burgers i mean you got eight, eight yeah we'll have to figure oh, out my how to need some beer ah yes and this is the day is ruined no limes <laughs> it's very true it's um but yeah no uh so we're gonna do a variety and i'm gonna try to make the buns myself so that's that's also gonna take a while so we're not gonna eat early just so you know but yeah because i wanted to make these brioche buns you know those kind of no idea <laughs> Oh, they look nice. They look very nice. They don't look like traditional buns. They're more like, uh, but, but it, uh, I want to try it. And I have backup, of course. Oh, you know, like walking is also really hard right now. Because <laughs> just like the one run, day, and it's already my, my, my... All right, that was today. Well, what's, what's this, this muscle here? The calf? The calves, yeah, the calves are, are dead. The, the other ones... Thigh? They're just hurting, mm. and uh, the, yeah, what's that? The joint, the foot joint, mm. it's also hurting a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't use my feet a lot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I, should, I should do some, some more. Mm. <sighs> what a day, what a day. What a what day indeed. When I say you missed it, I do recommend to listen to it if you wanna if you wanna listen to what my flatmate did to me and what I did in return. Yeah, I think we talked we talked about some interesting things today. Yeah. Um, even really on topic for once. Yeah. Like uh, accidentally of course. <laughs> uh, I will go tomorrow to buy some ingredients because you guys planted the ideas of burning. Very good. Nice. Very good. Nice. You gotta show us. You gotta show oh. us, though. Yes, yes. I mean, in in those voice channels, you can also share screen. Yeah, right yeah. And stuff. You can share so. screen. You can can do video. Good, nice. good, good. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have the traditional cheeseburger. I'm gonna try and make rib, and we're gonna do my wife's version, which is a mint bacon. Excited thing. though, I hate mint and stuff. <laughs> Except I don't have to put it in. I want to try it. If okay. that, that's in, ba in Bali's special recipe, I want to have it at least once. I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's great. Many. And then a chicken. A proper fried KFC type Ooh. chicken thing. Oh, man. So, I love that you are like into cooking so much. <laughs> it's like, I, I can't. I can't. It's just too much effort. And I really have no joy with this. Um, except sometimes a little bit of cooking is great like if you got multiple people but I love just like watching you cook <laughs> and waiting and for my food hopefully <laughs> people will too yeah, um, yeah send some invitations on but um, I'm curious who will show up maybe some surprise guests even Ooh. Oh. so yes yeah, Sun because Sunday I guess we haven't said that for other listener yes, um, 4 p.m c-e-s-t yes because sunday we are turning eight years old right didn't say that That's true. it's been it's been a while eight years i think 
I mean, that's when we founded the company. I mean, I think technically we've been doing it like more. half a year. Well, no. well, I mean, we decided to found it in September. I have September in the back of my mind. And it was just the process of, I mean, we already like made Aurora, I think, in like October, November or something. Yeah. Uh, because it was definitely still still before Christmas when we all met and showed that to our friends. Uh, so I would say we are, we're doing it for eight and a half years. Not gonna argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so twenty-three, that's when we have our big big uh big anniversary, the ten year mark. Mm. Mm. It's gonna be ten burgers. A little bit of test as well. So I told my parents that, that I'm gonna try it for ten years and then if it doesn't work out I'm gonna think about it again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let, let's hope, hope your funding thing works out. Because if it does, it could be a thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, actually for that also Ted Lasso helped a lot. Um, I mean, this application, the the, the reason why it's oh, uh, so the clock is ticking. Have to go. I will contact you tomorrow regarding Sunday. Ah, yes, awesome. Have a good day. Um. Because the application is basically my worst nightmare in that it's very, very open and very, very relaxed. So mm. it's all up to me. It's not mm. fulfill these five points. It's just yeah. tell us about yourself. Tell us what you want to do in the future. Tell us about some ideas. That's it. And that's more concrete than I actually thought it would be. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, and they say, and if we like the idea, you just get the money. There's oh, no process. There's no, there's no jury or anything. It's just if we like your idea, you're gonna get it. And so that's why I'm panicking yeah. because now I'm like, now it's all get up it. to me. They're as open yeah. as can be, and now it's, it's it's too easy. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> and so I was freaking out, of course. You know how how am I gonna now explain how am I gonna gonna sell myself because it's not a project based thing. It's a creator based funding. They yeah. want to fund cool people who do cool stuff. Yeah. And now I have to convince them that I'm cool and that I will do cool stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, you are pretty cool. But I, 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 I see that you can't really put it in words. It's hard to but, quantify. But then I figured it out because there's two key points that I think uh, Ted Lasso kind of crystallized for myself, like how I see myself and who I want to be. And that's for one, that I really give a shit. Like I care... An insane amount. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I have to keep myself from caring too much because it's killing me. It's un unsufferable at points. <laughs> it is, absolutely. To me too. I'm not having fun either. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could turn it off sometimes. Yeah. Um, and the second one is that thing with the curiosity. Because I think that is a really good point. Mm. I guess that's not a big spoiler if I just say one line, right? And that's be curious, not judgmental. And I really do believe that I'm a curious person and that I've hmm. managed to, you know, put a good dent into my judgmentalness. I still have some left, obviously. Hmm. Is um, that your, your mantra right now? Well, it's more of a, more of a, um, you know, it puts a name to what I'm feeling, basically, or what I, you know, what my intention is. I couldn't have told you that that's what I'm doing, mm -hmm. but that so line more... puts a name to the... Oh, yeah. Um, the essence yeah and so basically what I'm gonna write about in that whole application is 
that I care and that I'm a curious person and here are the things that and I think all the projects I have planned and what I want to do with the company and stuff I think and that what all you've done I mean that sure too. You, uh, say what you've done right uh, yes of course I mean I'm, I'm gonna mostly focus on the data laughter stuff because I think that's uh, sort of I think that showcases a lot of it yeah, um, it does and it yeah so I have like half an application there but uh, but that I also noticed that yeah Wednesday I woke up uh, you know that was after I had had that lasso experience and I also I woke up with such a full heart the and just experience. so I was feeling like literally so warm and like I was glowing yeah, right? too, <laughs> and so I was also like okay so I sit so I'm gonna sit down and just write this out because suddenly you know I, I know what I want to say and how I should say it and but I still noticed that after half an hour I was you know it was starting to fall apart again a little bit because I just um I I, when I talked to Mbali, I was saying, you know, it's uh, that's how I feel and that's how I'm doing. And these are kind of different things. And I'm feeling good, but I'm not doing good. So I, I, I'm, I'm basically still out of energy. Mm -hmm. I still, my batteries are completely low. Mm -hmm. And even though I was feeling good, I couldn't right. even like do half an hour of work without like starting to, without it starting to yeah. impact me again yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. Yeah, basically trying to drive on an empty tank and starting to destroy the car. You know? Yeah. Even though the car itself was doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I, I had that too on Thursday. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like copy your sentiments all the time. What <laughs> can I do? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, on the one hand, I realized how much your emotional state really affects your productivity. Mm. And, and I as well, like, I, was, I was way more motivated on Thursday to do stuff then I had the energy and I just had <laughs> ah, to yeah. to say like stop it now I know you want to do more I know you can try and do more but it's not going to be good like yeah. it's not, it, it's going to be like it's, it's going to be um, the more I try the more excruciatingly hard it gets right because you're forcing yourself to do it yeah and it's not gonna be healthy for you and really productive. So, uh, yeah, uh, I stopped in the evening mm. to. Yeah, force is never good. To play some. To play some Hearthstone, actually. Oh, uh huh. And but also, <laughs> also today I was so angry that I could play Hearthstone to cool down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've, I've started playing Hearthstone again. Mm. Yeah, um, it was this week, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, do we? Can I? Yeah. All right. Can I take it to Hearthstone town yes. now? Go for it. Yeah. So Hearthstone, my love and my um, doom, maybe. Um, I love card-based games a lot, and I've played Hearthstone since the beta the open beta came out and i've had a lot of fun but i've also struggled a lot with losing and um tilting as the kids say well i don't think the kids say that but the professional players i think it's a it's a chess thing maybe anyway um yeah i get i get really upset when i when i lose and the better you play the more the stronger your opponents are Mm. Of course, because you you go up in the ladder, 
and the more often you lose and then in the end it's it's often like 50 50 lose a game win a game but of course it's it's random because of what cards you draw what cards your en your enemy your enemy draws yeah and uh, like some decks are just way better against some other decks so there's also some a randomness and when you like you get uh, an opponent who has like the deck that beats your deck in 90% of you're gonna have a bad time and you're gonna tilt right away but you're gonna play because there's still like 10% chance yeah and I um and I always got angry I got angry to the point where my my then girlfriend both both my, my ex-girlfriends told me that they they are kind of bumped out by me <laughs> <laughs> shouting and cursing and like BAM <laughs> fuck why did he draw this card? Why didn't I draw this card? So I had to stop and also I, I had to stop because they were rolling out new additions too fast. So I didn't because I don't wanna spend any money become <laughs> a cheapskate <laughs> and play for free and then you have to grind, you've got to play every day or you had to play every day to get all the bonuses um, and of course I optimized it to like wring the last bit of fun out of my hostile experience and like make it really good and right and blah 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 so at some point I stopped um, I think they, they brought out a new edition and, uh, and I just saw that I couldn't craft all the cards I wanted to play with the new decks and I didn't want to grind I didn't want to I use real money in the game. Though I feel like it's a good enough game and I've had enough fun that I, uh, that I could invest some money. But I don't like Blizzard anymore. You know, they used to be so great and I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna buy the Diablo, the new Diablo 2. Mm -hmm. Have you heard? Diablo 2 gets like, oh, it's not so pretty and I wanna... Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it, but <laughs> I've never really played it. So I love like... Diablo 2, that was like the first the f well, it's not the first game, but it's one of the few games I bought when it came out and replayed until I hallucinated <laughs> <laughs> because of sleep deprivation and just playing the game. Yeah. Um, anyway, they they really bumped me out. Blizzard, I mean, uh, when like one of the Hearthstone players uh, won and he um, called out in support for Hong Kong. And um, the protest, they, yeah, they they took his prize. He was the winner, and he, they banned him for a year or so. That was just I cannot. Um, yeah, what's that guy's name? J. Allen Brackett or something like that. With his, really? I don't know the name. The long haired the CEO who was then giving like the ah, super right. the super lukewarm Yeah ah, sorry we fucked up I'm not gonna say what and we're not gonna actually reverse it but just wanna say sorry that we let you guys down hmm. <laughs> Yeah that was yes, embarrassing. We are a little bit too hard though yeah leave it at that. Yeah no and that that bumped me out quite a bit so I don't wanna support them anymore. Yeah. But I was I was so 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 near to so I almost bought cards <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this week I thought like, man, I want to play a game like Hearthstone, and I was like, 
why aren't you just playing Hearthstone? You're like, mm -hmm. you've been out of it long enough. You can't keep up with all the new cards anymore. You can't be like in the in the real ladder, like with the pros. So you don't, you are not going to lose as much. And even if you are, you're not playing with the real cards. So just don't be that upset. And I knew, I know they have like a new edition, mm -hmm. uh, the classic mode, where you play with the the cards up until 2014 and. Uh, rules like the the cards as they were back then mm -hmm. and that that's kind of cool and i wanted to try that I haven't actually but hmm. I, i thought that would be the, the mode i want to play the most uh in fact um so i reinstalled the game and just bombarded new messages and stuff and usually you get like new cards because you came back they knew you were gone for a while and to in entice you to play more they gave you like three cards this time they didn't <gasps> the fuckers rude <laughs> but they have like a completely revamped uh, award system they have like mm -hmm. a, a huge complicated achievement system where like every action you can do in the game can give you an achievement like play 10 pirates open th three dragons uh win a game without getting damaged everything right but <laughs> if you get the achievement you get to go into a sub menu then in the sub menu as uh, in, the, in the menu you get a sub menu and i think there's even another sub menu then you gotta scroll to the achievement and click on it to get the achievement points huh? and the achievement points there's just a number that shows you how <laughs> One of the pro players said how big your cock is, basically. <laughs> because it doesn't do anything as far as them. They, they, they have talked about maybe giving people something at some point for that, but at the moment they don't. There are a couple of achievements that give you cards, but 99% just, just don't. So you, have to, so you get an achievement, but you have to redeem it? Yeah. And there's, there's something like, why? Do 10 damage. Uh -huh. Okay, so that's easy. Right, yeah. Got it. Click on it. Then it reveals the next achievement, which is 20 damage. If you already did 20 damage, now that's full two. So you click on it again. And <laughs> because I came back, I already had all these stats. So I had like a bazillion achievements. <laughs> and I didn't know why I had to click like through them all. But I like an idiot i did it i went there like 10 minutes and clicked on all the achievements because i thought like i get these points to unlock um progress mm. but that's something different <laughs> they have another progress system that kind of looks similar but it's different and there you get like for um, games you play you get um another form of experience points mm -hmm. and they redeem you like on a list like on a yeah on a, on a path and then you get like 50 gold another 50 gold a golden card a pack uh, another 50 gold a golden legendary but only if you bought something else before like they have like a special tavern pass or something and if you mm -hmm. bought that for 15 euros then you get these rewards But they show it. It's like, wow, that's re it's it's asshole design to a T. They really got in there to uh, maximize. But 
And that's the thing I always have with Hearthstone. It's so well designed. They <laughs> nearly got me to pay money. They nearly didn't. Because they, they have like the shop and there's like if there's if anything is new, they have like a little icon. So like like the red point when you get like new emails. So you ha- of course you hate that, so you wanna I wanna I wanna get rid of these so I I look at all the new stuff, but I don't know if, if in the shop you can get rid of it. But it, I, so I went into the shop because of that. I thought like maybe there's something new they want to show me, and then they don't have this uh, notification anymore. But it's that's bullshit. But they gave me an offer: the welcome back bundle, and it's like twenty five card packs for just fourteen and ninety nine cents. And I was like, wow, that's a not too much money, and if I buy, if I buy like five packs, it's seven euros already. So twenty five, man, it's really a sale, man. And then, then they always, they also tell you, um, oh, limited time offer. So oh, what, what, what if it's maybe I should just buy it now before before it goes away. I mean, it just came <laughs> back, and it's like the welcome back bundle. How long will they? Give me that. There's no indication how long. And actually, what really saved me was just like I don't want to go through the hassle and, and add some payment option. <laughs> so that's what saved me. They're really good at what they're doing. They really are. <clears throat> but they also have a couple of new modes. One of this is obviously inspired by Eldritch Arena or Auto Chess, but I think it's Eldritch Arena to be honest. Uh, and it works like that. You don't have to have any cards for that, and it's, it plays pretty fast. So you you you've got um, you get like three creatures you can buy. You start with three gold. You can buy one for three, and then um, you fight with seven other people, like automatically. Like you play your, your creature. All your you can play up to seven creatures, mm-hmm. and then. Um, like when the timer runs off, everybody fights against one of the opponents and the, the creatures they attack just run random other creature until one side is, is gone, or both, of course. And then like um, you get damage depending on your, um, your tavern level and the level of your creatures. And then you get to buy new creatures. And you can upgrade your tavern, that also costs money. Every... You can't uh, save up money every time. Like in the first round, you get three gold, then four, five, and so on until ten. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, the, the tavern upgrade starts, I think, always at seven gold and goes down for each round. So you gotta you gotta really think of when you want to upgrade the taverns so you get um, creatures, so you have a chance. To get creatures in a higher, of a higher level, and you can re-roll, of course, for for one gold to get new creatures. Mm. Then you buy them. It's always three, and if you have three of of the same type of creature, they get together into a better version of that, and you get um, a card which lets you discover another good creature, like a better, a higher level creature. That's really fun. Uh, it's really cool, um, especially because if you're in the top four of eight, I think, or top three, maybe, it counts as you won. Mm-hmm. So I win a lot more now. 
and like all the creatures have like their intricate little systems like in the card game as well like dragons they are dragons and they give for example they get plus one plus one for each dragon you have or like all the mechanics that are in the game and that i know are in there again and you have got like really complex range of what kind of creatures you can build yourself and it's always about these seven creatures you have in front of you you try to level them up and then of course um, every every player gets another class or a, a, another hero who has like one special ability that can be passive or active depending on the the, the hero it's a really it's a really great game it's it's a whole lot of fun you don't need anything you don't need to buy cards or anything and that's mostly what i played and i get way less angry and i've <laughs> gotten better and better at it the more you play it's a really nice learning curve and it's just just a great game they have, they have such talented game designers mm. uh, i'm really i'm really learning a lot how to do stuff um it's awesome um Battlegrounds, it's, it's called Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. Recommend it. You can play it for free. You don't need any cards. Don't give those Blizzard people your money. Even though they have great game designers that should get paid, but well, they have enough money. They are probably not getting the money from the sales. No, they, they are not. You know what's not recommended? What isn't? Escreed 4. Ooh, Escreed 4. <laughs> What's that again? Finished it. Oh, you finished it. Okay, that's uh, so it's Black Flag. Yes, it's Black Flag. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one because you love yeah, it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about Valhalla, <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe I need to give this a minute. Then I'm, hmm. I'm probably, I mean, I'm kind of, I think if I remember correctly, Rogue was shit. I think I heard some good stuff about Unity. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I actually want to. These are games? Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, I didn't even yeah, the really fifth. recognize Escreed Rogue, Escreed Unity. Unity. Ah, right, Unity, I heard. Rogue went completely off my radar. Yeah, I think that was the super buggy one where everyone was just over it. <laughs> I don't think I've heard a single good thing about it or anyone talk about it. I remember uh, Jim Sterling liking the Unity one. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm not that interested. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't remember it being like an interesting time period or anything that I want to see. Vikings sound cool. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so so I finished it. Uh, I did not hundred percent it, but close. I just couldn't be fucked at some point. <laughs> um, I mean, why would you? Well, I have kind of this, I mean, that's that's the part that I liked, you know, like the ticking off of everything. But especially, you know, when you're then on the world map and there's also a bunch of stuff hidden, mm. it's also always so annoying to get there because mm. you have to jump off the ship, you have to swim there slowly, collect it, and swim back. And yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of I get the point. And, and, and so basically you, you'd say, if you do achievements or anything you can tick off it it's a it's a it's a really bad asshole move to have like one thing be incredible hard to achieve right or at least tedious 
or tedious. And I don't, yeah. I don't mind it. Like in, you know, in Prince of Persia, the two thousand eight one. You know, you also can collect all the light seeds or whatever they call them that are like hidden around the world and mm -hmm. i have collected all thousand and one you also played the uh, arkham knight stuff arkham? um i did and play the first one like and i have a hundred percent of that the, yes. the joker statues or something right uh the riddler riddler statues yeah. yes riddler. Right. um and yeah i mean if it's something like that you know i just run there and yeah sure i have to like maneuver something parkour around and do that hmm. but just how tedious it is to jump off the ship and swim and swim back and climb up it's so oh, okay, it's yeah. too tedious like if i could just run up that and i have to figure out how to get up there i'm cool with that i did get all mm -hmm. the stuff in all the cities but just the open world part was too ugh, whatever oh and i did collect all the keys and all the main artifacts to unlock the the cool whatever really cool the cool armor the cool armor and all it is is like the main armor it looks exactly pretty much like the one you already have only it has metal armoring so that bullets don't hurt you as much and that makes no sense <laughs> um it doesn't it makes no sense why why is this how is this a main armor i don't know um you don't need it nothing happens when you unlock it aside you have it now but somehow that was a major plot point that i had to go through even though i had already found it myself <laughs> um and yeah plot wise it is such garbage like complete and utter garbage <laughs> it does not come together at all the ending surprised me because it just ended mm. Always good when that happens. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> That's it? Like, for real. And the whole, the whole real-world stuff. It was so... Ugh. Oh, it's the real world. I forgot about that again. <laughs> because, of course, you're forced to do something there. And then I think my you're... brain doesn't want to remember that. <laughs> I'm also shocked every time it happens. Because it's, uh, <laughs> it's so pointless also. Oh. They're just trying to do this... Ooh, something mysterious is going on here. And it's... Not interesting. I don't care. Don't give a shit at all. It's it's just dumb. And it's gross. Like, you know that pirate lady that um Oh the cool one. Yeah, That's the one based who, on a real Yeah, person. who explains all the mechanics to you. Oh. Um The only other Great thing goal. she got to do in the game is get pregnant and then die in prison. Well it's she's a woman, right? So Yeah, so I mean and then suddenly there's a, a new woman to replace her, and somehow he knows her, but I don't have any idea who that is. But oh. oh, and she also this woman then replaces the black guy as your as your second in command. So then she stands on the ship and yells, "Captain on the helm" or whatever. It's, is he is he a woman of color? No, of course not. No. Oh. Okay. The only women of color are prostitutes. I, I thought it was like maybe they put them both together <laughs> and i'm not even sure why oh. they did that so like the whole it's i'm it's it's mind-boggling how crap that it was i mean how many people worked on this game oh, hundreds i guess they it just didn't come together it must be really hard to have like so many people work on everything together and i'm sure they had like a million ideas and like they they're all trying to fit it in and then um they're just kind of in there <laughs> they don't fit together and they don't have any time anymore to make it good. Ah, I'm trying. I'm doing it again. Mm. 
<laughs> I think storytelling is just a really, yeah. really difficult skill. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think true, as many... <clears throat> and it feels like something that should be easy. Because, you know, it feels natural to be able to tell a story. And you know what you care about and stuff. But to really yeah. communicate that to someone else... Like, I'm... Like, even... You know, the room meant something to that guy. He expressed something that he understood. But but he didn't know how to communicate it to us in a way that made sense. Like, he could not... The room? The game? The the movie. I was just picking an example of something ah, that right. nobody understands what that's supposed to be. Yeah. But he obviously understands himself enough to know this means something to him. Mm. But he doesn't know how to put the reason why it means something to it in there so that we can also understand it, right? Mm. I feel like that's the difficulty with storytelling that you have to. It's almost a generous uh, interpretation of it. <laughs> yeah, everything. Um, yeah, even yeah, shitty he... expression is a form of expression. And yeah, I think. Yeah, the... yeah. I think he, he said that afterwards that it was supposed to be like a joke. <laughs> yeah, of course, he said that. But apparently, apparently, what happened was that he saw the Tommy talented. Rizzo, right? Tommy, yeah, Tommy Rizzo. Yeah, he so, yeah. he and his friend Greg whatever his name was, Cicero or something like that, um, they saw the talented Mr. Ripley in theater. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, like Tommy Wiseau basically came up with the story on the spot because he wanted to movie, movie like that because he thought that... Have you seen the talent Mr. Mm-hmm. Ripley with... Oh, it's a weird movie. But basically there's, a, there's Matt Damon and he's sort of a leech... And he like insinuates himself into other people's lives and stuff because he's kind of poor and he insinuates himself into richer friends' lives and pretends to be those people and kills them also. And it's like a weird, twisted movie. But there is basically that rich asshole uh, played by Jude Law um, mm-hmm. who he ends up killing because they have a falling out and then it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's such a strange movie. I don't even, I don't even think I get it. <laughs> But yeah, and Tommy was a really empathized basically with the douchebag and was like, all oh, his friends betray him. So I make a movie about how all my friends betray me. Oh, good Tommy Wiseau, by the way. That's so funny. Uh, and it's revealing in a way about the psychology of a person. But I think in yeah. good storytelling, you don't just... I've heard that before. Wait, what, what, who was that? It was some, some guy, man... Mm. And it's, it was also some bread tube about like some problematic dude who was basically when he was like very young he 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 pretended to be like a power broker and he was like always lying about stuff and then and he said and when asked about if he had like any um, role models he said uh, Gordon Gecko was his role model. Remind me of this. Gordon Gordon Gecko is in Wall Street. Um, the I haven't seen the movie either, but it's 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 a banker who basically <sighs> says greed is good. He's a, he's supposed to be like morally bankrupt and uh, bad. Michael Douglas. Yeah, right. exactly. Michael Douglas. Right. Uh, but that's the role model for him. <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of the the rich people they they kind of miss the point and they. They see just the, the rich people that are like also often like shown to be pretty cool up to a point mm. and they just somehow they just see that part. Yeah, that's really the problem with with like satire and like um, mm. 
Also, I don't know if you watched the the new folding ideas about no. the wall and general awesome. No, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Basically, the nostalgia yeah, critic re reviewed the wall and completely missed the point. Oh, okay. like completely. He thinks yeah. it's an empty. The nostalgia critic is a weird one. Oh, definitely. But yeah, what he also talks about is how um, you know how revealing the 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 misunderstanding is like what he thinks he sees in that abstraction yeah, and then yeah. what he makes chooses to make fun of. But also, and that was also an interesting point because in the wall, there's this, I think it's a very famous shot of the hammers kind of walking along. Yeah. And then morphing into soldiers. Yeah. And what apparently happened is that a real life Nazi group took those hammers as their symbol. Yeah. The hammer heads or hammer skins or something like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's been disbanded, uh, mm -hmm. but they're elsewhere. But yeah, you can't basically create satirical or critical imagery because those people who don't want to understand the point, they just see the cool imagery and they take it. Well, because I, why not? I don't. I don't think that that this should be the uh, conclusion to that. I think you you still can, but this is the problem you will face. But uh, I think these groups they take they take it all like everything they can get they they took cancel culture they took fake news. That's yeah, I mean, just the what Punisher is the exact opposite of what the, it's used the for. Punisher, in right? And... Exactly. And yeah, I mean, if we would use that like uh, to inform our decision, we we couldn't do anything creative anymore because everything has the risk to well okay not everything I mean, that's true but that's true. that's, that's, that's an interesting thing yeah. for example with um, i mean i haven't seen it but just because i it's it's such a ubiquitous uh, thing the producers by mel brooks mm -hmm. um because that there i've heard that argument that well because the problem is with with this imagery that is supposed to like get you in some way it looks cool and it looks impressive yeah. so they can just ignore the critical part and just take it because it's cool yeah. but that the producers portrayed the nazis in such a mocking and like how how silly it, mm. basically that that whole nazi imagery is so that they can't claim it for themselves because it's not cool it's yeah. always looking silly and that's yeah. i mean the fascism I get it. Mm. That the fascism fascism is really uh, dependent or even rooted in in the style and the imaginary mm. imagery, okay. and if you want to depict this, and you also try to show how convincing it can be, mm. you're really going <laughs> running into that that problem and the trap maybe even yeah. of of uh, producing basically. <laughs> stuff they can use yeah that's also a really interesting um problem that basically all nazi imagery that we know is based on the propaganda videos that the nazis produced so we are we understand nazis on their terms hmm. because all the aesthetic all that stuff that is that is that is triumph of the will aesthetic, all that. yeah that's the word i was looking for <laughs> it's yeah, right. It's interesting. We don't have like actually an unbiased understanding of what it actually was like. We we only have really the propaganda material, and sure we know it's propaganda and stuff, but we don't have an unbiased view of it. Yeah. So in a way, replicating that imagery is really engaging with it on their terms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Complicated strength, stuff. strengthening their their propaganda outside view. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I just remembered that the, the swastika as well was taken by the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. But anyway, so that was a shit game. <laughs> and so in its stead... Right, right back to Swastikas. <laughs> <laughs> so in its stead, I tried Subnautica for a little bit, but I don't think it's for me. Um, it's too... Yeah, right? It's, yeah, I just want to say it's too much like survival, but you... you yeah, I don't like survival. You put that off, right? You disabled the survival have, part. I've actually... I, the thing was, I just quit the game, assuming that it had autosaved. It did that. Every, my whole oh, process, God, process was like... I hate that. <laughs> Stop that's, doing this! That's also so weird for me that you have to save yourself. Like, I'm... I mean, I, I get it. I, you can do that, but you need to be really clear about it. Yeah, they should have at least... Been, I mean, I didn't go through is, the proper quit I, and stuff. I, I, this is really hard for me to start again then. I mean, it's going to be a really engaging game. <laughs> But so I looked up, um, you know, how it works, the game, mm. and then I just tried the creative mode. And I don't think the way you can build things is really super interesting to me. So yeah. I'm not going to play that. Instead, I started Yakuza 0. Just just to, oh, like, yeah. the, the building. Uh, am I right for thinking it's less Legos and more uh, Playmobil? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you have pre-built rooms and connectors and mm. stuff and it's not it's not about him it's not creative really it's just yeah i guess you can build your bases uh it's really bad. limited yeah so it is limited so that i mean not not to to rag on the game i mean it's oh, no, just, I just, it's just like not, games. it's just not <laughs> trying to do that what you are looking for yeah exactly i want i want more of that. I, I think i've heard that it's a great game it wasn't for me as either mm. um I mean, I started the game, like I played a bit, I saved, I hope I saved, <laughs> I'm not sure even. Um, but yeah, just the, the stress with the with the health, uh, like the, the food mm. and that, and I really wanted to experience it as the, the designers wanted, Yeah. but it was too much. And I have that a lot, that like games, they build a certain stress level and I can appreciate it when I play, but I will never start the game again because I have... Yeah, I don't want to be in that stressful situation anymore. Yeah, it's not the fun escapist fantasy that you're necessarily looking for, right? Yeah. I need to feed myself all the time, otherwise I'm gonna die. That's what I'm trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think for some people that, that that's what they are looking for. They they want to have a challenge in yeah, their sure. life, but we've got sure. the challenge already. We want to have <laughs> some relaxed time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, and so I started Yakuza 0 instead, and so far I'm pretty into it. I've heard very good things about that. True. Yeah, me too. And it's a strange game, like I'm, I'm confused in parts about uh, just the way it's done, like outside of specific cutscenes, people don't talk, you only read, and even in cutscenes where they talk sometimes it's just like still images. You just see them sitting there, and then you read the text, or they they talk, but they don't move. Yeah. It's like a weird choice that is clearly to save on red lines and animation and stuff. But yeah, that took a minute yeah, it's to. It's a, to. It's, a, it's a it's a bit strange, but otherwise, um, it's it's compelling. But I love when when games can pull it off like they when they can save these edges and still be compelling enough. Kind of shows you that that it's not all just like 
how you present it. It's mm. that there's much more, and, and often I don't know about that game, but like the the stories aren't really perfect either. It's it's something like yeah, for sure, it doesn't. It's just the world, the dynamics, the gameplay a little bit, or, or the freedom. I assume in that in that case. Well, so far not not so much. They have a very you know um, they guide you a lot in the beginning, at least I assume, mm. uh, so that you can only walk the the streets where you need to go, and you they are blocked basically. The other ones uh, and <laughs> it's even bad for like an open world game because you get lost uh, if you don't do that. So that's a hard balance to to find. I think and that's also interesting. I think it's just a relatively small map. Uh, of the city. I'm going to see if there's going to be more, but so far it looks like like you can run everywhere. There's taxis to take you to the other end, but you can also just run there in two, three minutes, so it's not so hectic. Um, but yeah, from the from the whole thing, like I I wasn't immediately super grabbed because it um, like I was thinking about it, of course, like what would, I, what would I have wanted to like be really interested in the character right away? Mm. But I do some of it and the way you kind of see them interacting with the world, it becomes quickly a very, yeah, just very compelling. Um, you know, you it, it starts with you beating up some guy who was owing money. And then as you uh, meet with your brother and he takes you through the first mechanics and stuff, so they do that as well. Um, but at least it is brief enough that it's fine. Then <laughs> um, suddenly... You know, you're being called into because on the TV it's like, oh, that guy was murdered. And now your bosses are like, we can't kill civilians, come in, we gotta figure this out. And then it turns out the guy was shot and it's like, wait, that wasn't me. And suddenly you have this whole thing because there's also internally a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. The boss is in prison and his lieutenants want to replace him and all kinds of things. And suddenly you're stuck in this thing and everything's quick enough and the fights are nice and energetic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also playing on easy. Uh, usually I also take the the intended experience but yeah. but i don't actually enjoy the i don't like doing things over um, yeah so i'm glad that i chose that difficulty because i just want to you know get through that quickly I, I, I often yeah I, I, slowly i come to the conclusion that that it, it, it's maybe just ego that makes me take that all this. I mean, hardest I, for me yeah, I tend to I'm be a real gamer <laughs> yeah no no for sure it's really what I do like when, when I play two role playing games I like to play on hard I don't know why I don't like reloading <laughs> but yeah I'm curious to see uh, where it goes um so, yeah, so, so far, I'm not super into it, but I also noticed that I didn't, even though I was thinking about, okay, I'm going to step after this, I would always say, okay, I'm going to step after oh, this. Nice. So that's, that's a good sign already, I would say. <laughs> have, you, have you started, have you just one play, or have you started again? Have you, yeah, have you played it once? Like, have you, have you, have you had multiple sessions? Oh, no, no, I just uh, I, I just played yesterday oh, for okay. the first time. I played like, I don't know, three, four hours maybe. And you can see yourself like starting it up again tomorrow. Yeah, I was even thinking, you know, when I was uh, uh, like kind of waiting uh, oh, until we would meet. I was thinking like, should I throw this on? <laughs> uh, but I only have half an hour, 45 minutes of time. Yeah, maybe later. But uh, that, oh. that thought was there. Oh, yeah. That's nice to hear. I like that. Yeah. You're not playing Valheim anymore, huh? Nope. nope. Even removed the 
shortcut now from your desktop oh. because I don't think I'm gonna start this up again. <laughs> <laughs> put it, put it in the grave. Pretty much done. Yeah. Huh. And just talk a little bit about it, uh, like how dependent it really is on on how your your spawn is generated. I, I don't know if you said this last time, but it's. It's really, it's it's becoming really apparent, like with me playing in my world and like in our world. Mm. And for example, we we took like a huge route, like up nearly to the edge to get our first swamp. Mm -hmm. And then we, uh, I told you, we took the 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 shortcut where we all died twice <laughs> back. <laughs> we managed to 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 do that, and then we found like that. Just on the other side of our, there were also like swamps, but we took like just a stupid road, so we didn't find <laughs> any. And yeah. we went up, and then we went down, and now we know like this part is all swamp as well. Uh -huh. but the swamps are all huge, with just like one or two cryptos in there, so it's really hard to to get all the iron we need. Hmm. Um, but we have a big boat now that makes things a lot easier. Hmm. Um, it's still fun, but I don't play it alone anymore either. Mm. Although my spawn is really good because I found a swamp right away, and it wasn't a big swamp, but it has has like six or seven cryptos. Nice. So that's that's yeah. Because I also iron. find so many, I don't even go in them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's really dependent on luck, and I, and I hope they they manage to tweak that to mm. give all the players a good experience. But you can't you can't prevent them from going <laughs> going in the wrong direction for ages. That's unfortunately. But I guess that's kind of part of the fun maybe as well. If you don't die somewhere else, at least. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I I, uh, I am also noticing that it's not that much fun anymore on Mondays with the others. Mm. I mean, we still do we. Uh, what did we do last time? Last time I think I mostly planted uh, carrots <laughs> and <laughs> I cooked food for everybody. <laughs> it was like my main job. <laughs> nice. The others were raiding uh, to get some iron and then uh, yeah, we went there with the boat up and then with the boat down again with all the stuff in there. Um, and we fir uh, the first time we got like a uh, troll attack. We were all so excited because everybody wants to hang more troll heads in my room. Sure. <laughs> and were, yeah, let's get him. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, kind of, he, he didn't quite attack us. <laughs> went away and, again, and we were all like really, really disappointed. However, now, like from the, from doing the roots, we, we have now, I think like three or four harpoons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, uh, one of my friends, uh, he found out how to dig holes, which has been the worst experience for for a couple of people now, <laughs> because he, he kind of likes when everybody's fighting to dig a hole where you can fall in it and don't get out anymore because you are low on, on stamina anyway. Uh, yeah, but we, we made like a big hole and we managed to trap a troll in there. Nice. So now we have a troll in it. And then we built like a, a roof over it. <laughs> you can just go in there and look at him, and he's like throwing stones. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, we we trapped two wolves in a hole as well, and nice. started feeding them. 
But then... Can they be domesticated? Mm-hmm. They oh. can. Uh, yeah, I knew that because I looked it up. Mm-hmm. I started throwing stuff but they found it so funny that they started throwing all the stuff out. and it's just like a really small hole <laughs> so they're like two wolves like intertwined it's like rah, 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 rah. and I'm not sure what happens if one of them gets domesticated if he, if they kill each other right away or what happens I think. and yeah it's it's full of, of logs and stones and stuff they, they threw down there and we also like uh, like when we get attacked uh, they now like to uh draw the, the thingies down there because they get killed by the wolves <laughs> it's kind of fun too but then they drop their stuff there and it gets more muddled and muddled and so that part is fun but we are not really playing the game anymore we're just mm. goofing off finding our own fun mm. yeah. so what does your list say did you get through anything everything well i think we got most of it Okay. Do you want to sign us off with a sponsor? Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's do the sponsor. Uh, I hope I wrote a new one, but I think I did. Where are we? We are here. Ah, all right. So, this week's episode of the Hypnotic Hootout is sponsored by the Dollar Safe Club. The Dollar Safe Club is pretty much what it sounds like. It doesn't have a website or anything. You just put a dollar aside and congratulations, you're part of it. Short and sweet and to the point. Yes. <laughs> So. <laughs> so there you have it uh. <laughs> cool I guess this was that was a fun one yeah mm. it really was alright maybe I need to shout some more at my bed every Friday every Friday <laughs> get the energy and the loopy brain for some fun mm, okay. that sounds like a plan so let me quickly throw up the thingy that we're gonna do. Oh yes, we've got a thingy we do. Uh, why is it so small? Why are you so small, thingy? Don't be like that. That's Believe in good. yourself. Yes. You too can be big. I love it, by the way. I mean, I already uh, told you. Sachma. <laughs> but yeah, the more you look at it, the nicer it gets. Okay. Uh, okay. That's okay. Wait, I'm gonna up a little bit so people can see the link because they how would they know where we're gonna do this how would they find twitch without the link so this is day after tomorrow our eighth birthday yeah we're gonna cook some play some games he's gonna cook some i'm gonna you're gonna play some games while i cook watch some maybe have you thought about what you want to play uh, I thought I'd maybe play some hearthstone. Yeah, why <laughs> no, not? I I don't know. Know. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe we can either install or maybe I bring my laptop. Maybe or... then at least I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was thinking about like streaming and having something to show or like letting you show, but then I thought like yeah, just 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 talk. Right. So we hope to see you then. Yes. And yeah. If you're on our Discord 
You can join the fun! Yay! Come in our voice chat and say hello, or just write us on Twitch, uh, wish us a good birthday, or just say hi. It would be greatly appreciated. Yes. And otherwise, we'll see you next week for our almost... It's like our almost one-year anniversary. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, anniversaries. <laughs> the one after next, I think, is the one year one. Yes. Two weeks. Good. I think that's the longest thing we've ever actually like stuck with in terms of PR type thingy. All right, it's PR, right? No, it's not really PR. Is it? <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly us hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we stuck with it. We did. I mean, that's that's gonna be. This is our fiftieth episode right now. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, with the previous one, we made it up to sixteen, including like the ones where we abandoned our format. Um, so, look at us. See, we are achieving things. <laughs> we are. <laughs> well then. See you Sunday and next week and yeah. have a nice life and watch Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, it's so important. Do it right now. Bye! Bye.